Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Luck We Had a Shameless Recap Podcast. Season six! It's happening. Season six! <laughs> that clock was, like, really on sync for me, by the way. I don't know if yeah. it was for you it guys, was, but... It was not at all for me. <laughs> Celebrate by cracking open my soda. Your Olipop! Yup. <laughs> Uh, not sponsored unless you want to. Let's make yeah. let's make some money off this podcast. I already worked for them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because I am committed to like doing every episode of season six. Like, well, you need to watch it. Like it's yeah, like it's like you know what you gotta see it. Wait, yeah. Amanda. So are you going to just like binge it, or are you gonna watch it every time right before we record? I'm watching it once, like every time I do the notes, that'll be the first time I watch it. Gotcha. Okay. okay. I didn't know if oh, you were so going to like sit down and like episode. watch it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, 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 if you, you guys want to do the notes, you absolutely can. But like, I'm down. I'm down to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will be I think watching it be for the podcast. I don't want to gotcha. get like, I, I'm maintaining any surprises, any mystery. I'm watching Perfect. it for the podcast. Yeah. So as of now, you have only seen 601. This, this episode, which Correct. you'd already, you'd already seen in Wait, the past. Wait, you had actually seen this episode. I had seen it. I don't know if I had seen the whole episode. Oh, you like Mickey only watched literally the Mickey shows scenes? up like thirty minutes in, or the Mickey yeah. scene period. <laughs> period. Yeah. I know I've seen the Mickey scene. Some of it felt familiar, but like maybe like everything leading up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You probably, yeah. you probably, knowing you, you turned it off right after you were like, oh, no. <laughs> like you said, oh, that's and it. Click. they said rap for Noel. it's rap for Amanda. Rap no, for Noel. Oh my God. Uh, so let's timestamp this too. As of right now, it is July 14th. We're recording this. As of today, SAG is on strike. Damn, Woo! they did it. They did it. Dude, Good for them. Okay, so Fran Drescher's an anti-vaxxer and Fran Drescher is not a perfect person she's an anti-vaxxer she tried to do a strike because of vaccine mandates she's not um, a, she's not an awesome person i didn't know that but detail these about her speeches she's been giving since they came out of that room bitch is so fucking angry you you guys got the nanny pissed at you dude the ai proposal is insane oh my god that but also like proposal? no i yeah. haven't done that much research i've been at work for the last two days the amptp came to sag and they're like this, we gave you a groundbreaking proposal to deal with ai their groundbreaking proposal was a background actor shows up to work gets paid for one day of work you scan their likeness and then the studio owns it for the rest of forever and can use it in whatever with no without consent. paying Wait, Without like the person's the body? Like, the, like their, they their face. Their face, their body, their, what the like, fuck? their likeness in any movie they want for the rest of forever without paying them. This is literally this is literally the plot of a Black Mirror episode that came out three weeks ago. Like, this is Joan is awful. This is exactly what happened yeah. in the show, except it was famous actors. It was Annie Murphy and um, Salma Hayek. And, and things like this have happened before. Like um, the actor who was the lead in the final, the first Final Destination movie. That girl or the guy? No, the guy. The um, he was uh, Devin Sawa, I think, the lead in the first Final Destination movie. I don't know if you guys know the whole like twist with Final Destination Mm -mm. with the fifth one. Oh yeah, it's it's the beginning of the. It circles back around to itself to like getting on the plane that they were getting on. Like the characters we were following in Final Destination Mm Five at the end of the movie get on the plane that the characters in Final Destination One were on. That like they got. Oh yeah, they're like a couple rows. Like so, it circles back to itself. So they used footage from the first movie in the fifth movie 
Devin Sawa was never told that he was going to be in that movie. Oh. He was never compensated wow. for being in that movie. What the they hell? Own footage. Oh, sorry, that's a weird. I did not realize. They yeah, there's a, there's like a lot of stuff like this that happens. Well, so I just saw the new like Indiana Jones last night, and this is something that happens a lot in movies nowadays it's like digitally de-aged versions of actors yeah. mm-hmm. so like the whole first part of the movie was a sequence of indiana jones in like during world war ii so like fighting nazis you know as yeah. he does and, <laughs> um but they they just did like a digitally de-aged harrison ford and for me it was so like uncanny valley yeah mm. that it like took me out of the story a little bit because i was like well he looks very smooth here <laughs> like yeah like and not in a normal like young person way that's how i felt when they de-aged the kids in it chapter two exactly it's yeah. the exact same thing and i i mean not to like throw stones but i feel like a lot of this was born when i mean i'm sure this has happened earlier in movie history but i think specifically about like when they digitally recreated Carrie Fisher after her death yeah. in the oh, Star yeah. Wars movies. That shit is And then, then they do it for up. Paul Walker too. Yep. They like used his brother and then put his face on his brother. Yeah, and like it's good to bring closure to the story and to the into the fans and to the family of the deceased, but it's like I don't, like you they've they've set a precedent now. But like imagine ten years from now there's like a glee reboot and they just use Naya's likeness and put her back in the show. Like, exactly. Like it, be... it it has set a precedent that is concerning. Yeah. Um and we are now seeing the effects of that. So But yeah. I mean it is also a lot about residuals is like the big yeah. thing that they're fighting for. The same with writers is like they get no residuals from these streaming shows. Dude, I saw some of the actresses from Orange is the New Black when it was, like, the hottest that it was on Netflix and the hit of the century. They were fucking waiting tables because they were getting paid shit from the biggest hit Netflix has ever had. Right. So, like, the quotes that people get paid are lower. Like, someone who was on um, I Think You Should Leave said today, like, on Twitter, they're a strike captain, and they said that... They were on I Think You Should Leave, you know, one of Netflix's, like, best um, performing shows of the year um, for a guest spot. And I think they got paid, like, a tenth of their quote, and then they don't make residuals. Damn. Even though that season and that episode have been streamed probably millions of times. Yeah. Yeah. And people need to be, like, I keep seeing, like, um, journalists and people, like, that one writer who serves up strike tea on TikTok every single day, like, from the picket lines, like, reliable information about the strike. We are going to see so much from Variety, from Deadline, from all the trades that is, like, propaganda that is paid for by the studios that is trying to pit the SAG against the WGA and people against the unions and making us think the unions are bad. And that like, oh, why does Meryl Streep need a bigger paycheck? This isn't about Meryl Streep getting a bigger paycheck. This is about her using her voice to help get that guy whose face you recognize, who you've seen in 14 things. Exactly. him a better fucking paycheck. Exactly. So like some, yeah, some of the people that like I personally follow and like follow their careers have been posting like, you know, this isn't about us. Like we're, we're fine. You know, we're going to do some stupid fucking ad on our podcast mm-hmm. or whatever to make extra money. But this is about the working actors. This is about actors who are working paycheck to paycheck, not me who's sitting in my hollywood hills house you know yep so i guess like it is it is good 
It's about my friend Simone that did five episodes of Blue Bloods, like getting her residual check from the fucking Blue Bloods episodes. Like, mm-hmm. right. Which like it is, it is good that these like bigger actors are using their. I know. I saw like ones. Sean Gunn just like spitting it on the line no. today. He was going mad. I loved it. Sean Gunn was like, I got paid dirt for Gil- for Gilmore Girls. He like doesn't see any residuals from what has to be one of the highest streamed and re-binged mm-hmm. shows. Like, I wonder how much people who, who did one episode of Grey's Anatomy made when it was, like, network and when it was, like, re- airing and reruns and how much they're making now that it's just on fucking Netflix. Think but about all sure. them bitches on Supernatural. That yep. that could be Monty in their pockets. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, I mean, because... Because the networks are making money every time they re-air is essentially, mm-hmm. like, the the yeah. whole point of it is, like, you're making money and you're not giving it to everybody who helped make this happen. But one of the things that um, is a little, not, like, unfortunate, but is a, is a consequence of the strike is uh, Emmys are being pushed back. Other oh, projects are being pushed back. Has the date officially been pushed back? No, but I'm going okay. to assume that this is going to be a while um but actors are not allowed i don't think to campaign if that's they're the not case. allowed to campaign no so we have to do campaigning for them now yeah we'll see if they because if they push it back that's one thing but they might do the thing they did during covid and just have like a twitter emmys or something like where yeah well they they no did broadcast. still have um they i think they did still have video like someone announcing though yeah. Like they had a sele- but nobody a can do that. Can't do that. Damn. It's got to be nobody someone non-SAG. It's got to be Jerry from your office. Yeah, nobody <laughs> can write that and no SAG actor can do that. So everybody pick up a book and uh go to a play and uh Listen to some <laughs> and music. The- Support your local areas- radio station. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're in areas that are having strikes, go on strike. Oh, and also try not to order anything that's coming through UPS in the next month or so, because they are going on strike next month. No way. Wow. Yup. Damn. Yup. It well, is strike summer, babe. I know. <laughs> uh, but okay. since well, he can't campaign for himself, Emmys. yeah, since he can't <laughs> campaign for himself, that was my little attempt at a segue. Um, <laughs> Emmy nominations came out, and our guy Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White, White has been nominated. And Ao, Ao got nominated. For- Ao, um, Eben got nominated. Who plays Richie? Um, but Ao got nominated for um, for writing for um, what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows, yeah, for writing for what we do in the shadows. Oh, for, I thought that I was last was year. Pre- people people were complaining that they got snubbed, and for some reason, I thought that shadows. I know Shadows was in the Emmys last year, but I couldn't remember if it was season three or season four. So I guess it was season three. Um, Because Shadows is great. And I know Righteous Gemstones is not eligible this year, but they will be next year. And they're coming for that crown. Guess who watched the first episode? You! I did. <laughs> it's so that, good. That wave pool opening scene. Hilarious. Um, Brilliant. Killer killer it's just, and it just it sets everybody's vibe so quickly too no, for it's sure. like they're so immature and like feuding with each other dude you are going to love it it is a I'm wild i'm excited to keep ride. watching um, um who else I would, last of us got like a shit ton of nominations which i was expecting yeah. dude the fucking category of best lead actor for a drama being just 
Secession and the White Lotus. That made okay, me Brian, so mad. Brian Cox should not have been nominated. He was in the show for this season for two, three, one, he, three, it was two three episodes. episodes and it was also, basically like 20 minutes. Um, also, that means that's only HBO in that category. That's it. Yeah. Same, same well, for no, no, supporting. Well, no, no, no. Better Call Saul was in there. No, Bob Odenkirk was in there. Amanda, you're thinking of Best Supporting Actor because that has, that was that all has Matthew McFadden, Nicholas Braun, Alan Rick, and then Which, who like, else Nick for Braun, Succession? Are you kidding? Are you get kidding? him out of there. Like, get are you kidding? Out of there. Alan Ruck deserved. Nick yeah. Braun. Who was the other person for Succession? Because then Matthew McFadden, and then who was the other Succession person? Supporting? Yeah. If was... there was three from Secession. And then and uh, the rest of oh, White it, Lotus. Oh, because Nick, Nicholas was... was like 3v3 us. <laughs> 3v3 at the fucking Emmys. Yeah. Is it six people in the category? I thought it was I guess five. so. No, I think six. It, I feel like it's honestly up to seven. Well, best supporting comedy. I know Anthony Kerrigan made it in from also, Barry. Also, let's talk about the fucking comedy category. It is past time for there to be a dramedy category it's past yeah time. well because the bear should not be in there because there's no fucking reason that the bear and barry should be in the same category as abbott elementary like it doesn't make any fucking sense no, to me yeah because all. when you're talking because it's like when you're talking about best actor the actors yeah. in these in these like dramedies are doing more dramatic work yeah so like they're more likely to get voted as best actor but like, if you're talking about who's embodying a character best, it's like Miss Um, what's her name from Abbott Elementary who plays the principal is gonna win every time. Like, yeah, she's yeah. amazing. She's she is that character. Yeah. So I don't think it's fair to have actors who are in things like Barry and The Bear and Wednesday. Is Last of Us in that category with Pedro? That's no, drama. That, that's, that's drama. I forgot. Drama. But like yeah. Wednesday is up as a as a comedy. Wednesday is not a comedy. Weirdly, like, the the cutoff is, like, is it... The cutoff is weirdly, like, is it over or under 30 minutes? Then that's how they should split it. It shouldn't be drama or comedy. Or if they... Like, dramedy is a legitimate category. Yeah. Like, yeah, for why, sure. Yeah. I don't know why dramedy hasn't just become a category. But, like, but like when it is teetering on the edge of, dra- on the edge of dramedy... Their cutoff is usually, okay, is it over or under 30 minutes? I mean, that's why Shameless got switched yeah. to kind of was they were like, okay, is it, it's over 30 minutes. It's about an hour. So we can't really consider it a comedy. It's more of a drama. So like, I am happy for everybody that got nominated for The Bear. I just think it's stupid that it was nominated as a comedy. Yeah. No, like some, we, all, we but- all knew they were going to get nominated. We knew that uh, the episode seven was going to get nominated for best directing. I think it's yeah. going to win. Um, I know it's up against the finale of Barry. I think is if, it up against episode three of Succession? No, it's up. It's against a comedy. comedy. Yeah. Um, I think that had Barry submitted a different episode, they would have more of a chance. Yeah. Because mm. the finale was not my favorite it visually. Bald. Like I just, I there were other episodes in the season that were stronger. Yeah. Me, no, for sure. In terms of directing. But our boy, fi- at, like, I saw somebody post that, like, for the first time in his career, Jeremy Allen White has an Emmy nomination. I'm like, how did he carry Shameless for so many years and never get a fucking nomination? Dude, like, it doesn't make any sense watching to it. me. I also, I also do think it's probably worth looking back at. Well, the, first of all, they used the headshot they used for his nom picture was one of him so as funny. Lip, which was hilarious. Because <laughs> um, I was like, that's Lip up there. Um, <laughs> But 
I think it is worth going back and looking to see who was nominated that year to see what he would have been up against. Because if I'm thinking correctly, that was like that was the year of Game of Thrones. Those were the years of Game of Thrones, 2011 to 2015. Okay. How does that scene with him and Fiona in season four, where she's refusing to take responsibility for the cocaine that Liam got into and Liam almost died. How does that scene not get them both nominated? Mm. I don't What understand. I wonder is if they even submitted him. Do you know? I don't know. I would no. doubt it though. Because, uh, because I feel is. like I'm wondering if, if you go back into Shameless... I like okay. Let's see. I'm looking on Twitter right now. I don't know from... if you can ever find out if people submitted. If like, I don't know if that's public information. Um. Well, usually when they do it, they'll promote on Twitter or something like for, oh, your, like consideration. A for your consideration. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna look and see if I can find any FYC. I saw people were pissed that uh, nothing from the boys got nominated. And like, listen, I also get pissed when Jensen Ackles doesn't get nominated for doing good work. Let's be super real with ourselves. Does this season of the boys deserve an Emmy nomination? They submitted. Holy shit. They submitted Emma Kenny for an Emmy in 2017. In 2017, they submitted Emma Kenny for an Emmy. Okay. They submitted everybody though. So Jeremy... In 2019. For season what? Oh, in 2019. Season 2019. 11? So he had a his he was bald. <laughs> um, so that season 2019 was season 10 or nine. 11. It ended in 2022. So. Oh, true. I forgot how fucking long that show went on for. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Jeremy Allen White in 2017. That was season six. Okay. Uh, Noel as guest star, season six. They um, submitted Noel for this oh, fucking episode. <laughs> no, for no, no, this no, 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 no. Oh, sorry, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. Season seven. So okay. maybe, so maybe okay. they submitted Jeremy season seven too. Yeah, because this, because um, this, this was this was the is... goodbye scene. Was that was what they submitted? But how do you not Cameron submit him in season four season and five? seven? Um, how do you not submit Cameron in seasons four and five? Well, I'm just I'm I'm looking on their Twitter, so I'm seeing Ugh. what they have posted. Chloe Webb, who plays Monica, yeah, in Slay. season seven, they submitted yeah, her. Slay. Yeah. Um. Good. I mean, yeah, they submitted everybody. I, they, they submitted. They submitted. submitted uh, Elliot. Pa- uh, not Elliot Page. I know, wrong Elliot. <laughs> Fuck, the guy who played name? Trevor. They uh, submitted yeah, him exactly as as Trevor. They submitted Isadora. Um. 2016 okay so well yeah you guys can move on i'm gonna keep looking (laughs) yeah but so i'm very happy for him i'm just you know i'm once again don't let's not act like he's brand new people like he's been around (laughs) he's been acting (laughs) um so do we want to get into the episode (laughs) oh one last thing for shameless people we got cameron monahan in a new tron movie which is dope as hell yeah Mm -hmm. That last one came out so long ago. Yeah. I am also kind of really glad that the SAG strike is happening because that it means that finally fucking Deadpool will stop filming because uh-huh. it should have stopped filming weeks ago when the WGA went on strike because improvising, improvising is writing. 
and Ryan Reynolds is in the WGA. So that means <sighs> either they were and stabbing his, on and set. And his best buddy, Rob, Rob McElhenney's in the WGA. <laughs> yeah. So that means either they were improvising and scabbing on set, or there's no improvising in a fucking Deadpool movie. And, and, and Wolverine is in it. Do you know one of the movies that came out from the 2007 writer's strike was that terrible Wolverine movie that Deadpool was in? Oh, I didn't know that. Is it still Hugh Jackman? It's still Hugh Jackman. It was that, it was that X-Men movie that Ryan Reynolds was in as Deadpool years before the Deadpool movies. Oh, I never even saw that movie. Yeah, it was horrendous. That's why <laughs> it was a bad movie because there weren't any writers on set. Anyway, Union Strong, baby. Uh, I hope they fucking burn this bitch to the ground. They did submit Jeremy. They did? I mean, FYC, Jeremy Allen White and Shameless, season six, I believe, was. Um, is He's the article is the season. article that I can find, but I'm I'm sure they they've submitted him in years before. Yeah. Well, speaking of season six, here we are, uh, 20 minutes in to Let's the record. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was going to be a quick one. Okay, so we're at season six. Hi, this is the luck we had. It's a shameless recap podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Amanda. Hi, I'm Evan. I'm one of your other hosts. I'm Lena. I'm another host. And we tend to get really passionate and yell about shit uh, for about 20 minutes right at the top, and then we eventually get into the episode. That's how we if rumble. You're, if you're only joining us for the first time in season six, wild wild welcome yeah the response to our season five finale was bonkers yeah like where'd y'all y'all come from do you guys just (laughs) wait until we finish this no yeah we were texting about it we were like what (laughs) i guess that makes sense like just so you can easily just like instead of having to wait an entire year to watch a whole season (laughs) like it took us everyone's like let me just watch it all at once or also i'm like i don't personally i don't sit down and listen to 12 hour-long episodes of a podcast in one sitting though well hey maybe or not even in one sitting but it's like it's like i just do them as they come out because it's easier for me to take an hour out of my week yeah once a week but hey thank you but thank you new people here hello and welcome to season six and to anybody who is new or uh, didn't hear this is the first time i'll be watching any episodes let's go seasons six through ten um uh, with exceptions of the scenes that Mickey was in in season between season six and ten, uh, because I was in college and like chose to drop it from the things I kept up with, and also they wrote out Mickey and it made me sad, so I stopped yeah. watching. Evan and I have seen these though. Yes, I, <laughs> so we have a leg up. I was introduced to watch the show, so I watched it through and through. But I remember actively texting both of you. <laughs> when all of this was happening and oh remember Amanda just being yeah, like yeah no i stopped you. i've never watched this before dude remember <laughs> remember the leaks of like season seven that mickey was coming back there were that was that was leaked no. that yeah. was crazy because it was it was on the back of someone's sides yeah it was and it was on the back of some like extra sides or something that they sent out for audition and it's like Honestly, part of me feels like that was on purpose, right? Because just to get how to do you the how do you up. fuck up that bad? Yeah, he shows up uh, when Cameron is leaving in season nine because Emma was in her um was in her makeup. Oh, that was leaked. What? No, Emma took a selfie in the makeup uh, trailer, and there oh, was wasn't one Nolan of, behind one of, her. Noel's tattoos were taped to the. Oh, window. I remember that. 
because they just like sharpied them on or yeah. something. But I also know that I mean, for me, when that happened, I think I just kind of figured yeah. that he would be returning because yeah. I was like, "Oh, Ian's ending up in jail." Yeah. Who do we know who's like bouncing in and out in of jail? jail? You know. I remember actively like being around waiting for that to happen and just being like, oh my God. Yeah. I think Emma, I think Emma posted that accidentally on purpose, like in the makeup trailer. Right again. It's like, yeah. it's like, okay. A soft launch. And I know you guys back. don't fuck up like that. So. <laughs> okay. Now we're really going to get into the episode. This is episode 601. God I only it. miss her when I'm breathing. And it was written and directed by the same motherfuckers who wrote and directed the finale for the last goddamn episode. What yeah. a bitch. John Wells. This episode aired on january 10th 2016 i was in junior year of college i was in my freshman year of high school i I was in senior year i was in senior year of college no lena that would have been my freshman year yeah it was my freshman year of high school were we in the same grade no. No, I'm I'm a year older than you. You were in your sophomore year. I graduated in 2020. I mean, you started the school year in September and you end the school year in it's... June of 2017. Oh my <laughs> god, was I in 8th grade? No, this you were can't in eighth be grade, happening. Cuz I turned 15 in in freshman year and that was oh 2015. Oh my god. So I was, I was a freshman and you were an 8th grader. I was a freshman when Trump was elected. I thought I was a you sophomore. You were a sophomore when he was uh inaugurated. He, he was, was inaugurated in January and then, of 2017. Yeah, so Amanda, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I would have still been a freshman. That doesn't make any sense. Dude, uh, that's so crazy. Yeah. Anyways. God. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyways, yes, because I am going to be moment. 21 in a couple weeks. Yes, you are All correct. All right, so it was written by John Wells, this fucking guy. And it was directed by Christopher Chuklak. Uh This is... <laughs> Your favorite director to pronounce. <laughs> fifth of shame, uh, fifth of eleven shameless episodes for Christopher and Carl's for sentencing. Five twelve love songs in the key of Gallagher. Damn! So him and John double troubled the finale and the beginning of season one. Yep. I mean season six. Duh. Yep. Uh, he did this one. Six oh four, going once, going twice. Six twelve, Familia, Supra, Gallagorius, Omnia. Seven oh one, Hierith. Seven oh five, Own Your Shit. 709 Earl Burroughs and the series finale 1112 Father Frank Full of Grace. Mm-hmm. All right, the synopsis of this episode Frank is still mourning the loss of Bianca, rest in peace, girly, while his favorite, while his newfound appreciation for life is freaking the Gallagher's out. And Fiona is determined to get Ian to take his meds and, and to get Debbie to the clinic for a pregnancy test. She is managing gingers in this episode. This episode is legitimately funny. No, I watched it. Like, there is some serious comedy in this one. I watched it over the last two days. Like the one play, like the one time when like, I'm not going to just t- say too much, but when like Kevin go over to Giannis's house, that part makes me literally audibly laugh. Giannis! Yeah! Oh my god! I totally forgot about what happened with that. That was crazy. But no, when the scene when Kevin, Amanda, you are not going to believe what happens. Okay. For a goddamn treat. But yes, but Giannis, so what a guy. This episode was funny because this is their third season being classified as a comedy, and this is their first season that is going to not be the darkest fucking thing you've ever seen in your whole life. It's a very bright season. <laughs> I mean, it's there. There are some like heavy, heavy moments, but it does feel more balanced as a but as a comedy. Honestly, this 
this whole episode is like pretty bright and then with the cutscene to when you see mickey it's just like pitch black screen yeah just like the tone changes i'm like i see you so the previously on was done by debbie and frank in the woods Okay, this is gonna make sense later. Yeah, but you know how they you know how they pre-film like a bunch yeah. of those and then stick them in wherever so on that the season. Was filmed at the this very is a plot point season. way later. Yeah, it's like the middle of the season. It's yeah. So this is the previously on that encapsulates the whole season beforehand. Fiona got married to a man she, to a man she barely knew, Gus, and then she fell in love with her boss. Lip fell in love with his married professor. Debbie had sex with Derek and got pregnant. Carl set Chucky up and got them both sent to prison. Carl sentenced to the maximum of a year. Ian had a bipolar episode and took Mickey's baby, then kept spiraling all season and broke up with Mickey, who got chased off the show by Sammy with a gun because these these writers are fucking idiots. Sorry. W- he had scheduling conflicts. He left. <laughs> he actually did. Well, I mean. I'm not going to put it on the writers. No, I'm going to put it on John also, Wells. I'm going to put it on John fucking Wells. Well, it's also like. And who then proceeded to appear in that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? <laughs> MC Mike. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Frank fell in love with a dying doctor named Bianca. They spent her last days together, and then she walked into the sea. Oh, her sweetness. Miss her forever. Um, opening credits. And then we open in a cemetery where the grounds crew were setting up for a funeral, and Frank is asleep on Bianca's presumably empty grave because yeah, like, she walked into the ocean yeah I, maybe she washed up who knows maybe but or maybe they, or like or like frank frank called for help and they sent out boats looking for like whatever yeah. or it's just empty and who knows if anything we do not hear from her family at all yeah. throughout this entire season so this is honestly like the last of the bianca yeah. because honestly line. how does he return from um yeah, how does he get back? How does he return? <laughs> Mexico? From, we, no, it wasn't Mexico. Know. It was, um... Puerto we Rico. said it in the last episode. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. How does he return from Costa Rica without her? And her family doesn't think he killed her. Like, you know what I mean? They hated yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. There's so many things they don't Did she? I can't remember. Center. Did she leave a note or anything? She left yeah. a note for him saying, please give this to my family. So... Who knows? I don't yeah. know. Who knows if he gave it to them? We don't know if he gave it to them. I'm assuming maybe maybe then I'm meant to assume that like he went through the proper channels, quote unquote, and like called the police and stuff and were like, she walked into the ocean or something or she's missing. Yeah. He probably like reported her missing or something. Yeah. But anyway, she um, has a grave. But yeah. And he's... I mean, it's be- it's been a long time. Like maybe between seasons, he was like he got like indicted See, or something. I <laughs> question how long it's how long it's been through this entire episode. So Ian literally I, is like a different man in this episode no, too. We, yeah, like, it gets clarified toward the end, but we're in the fucking timeline Olympics in this episode. It no, is. it is a little weird. It is a little weird because it's like so once again, there's a pregnancy. There's a pregnancy that has to mark time. And a jail sentence that's supposed yeah. to mark time. But I, I think Carl gets out early for good behavior. I mean, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, that's what but, they yeah. say. We'll get to it, yeah. So apparently this isn't the first time Frank has been caught sleeping on her gravesite by the groundskeeper, who is nice, and tells Frank, you have to move on. It's what your daughter would have wanted. <laughs> and Frank's like, she's not my daughter. She's the love of my life, my son, my dusk, my dawn, the syrup in my maple, the tootsie in my pop. 
I hate him sometimes. <laughs> he is so funny. <laughs> he cleans up her gravesite and then he leaves. And Fiona wakes up to just a, it, the alarm was just weird. It's just a weird alarm sound she has set on her phone. And Sean is in her bed. <gasps> Boy in her bed. What the hell? What happened in between right? the season? So I guess the marriage is over. Um, Debbie's hogging the bathroom. Fiona is waking up Ian and reminding him to take his meds. Dude, he is slumped too. When she wakes him up, like he is so asleep. <laughs> and then she's like, <laughs> Can't we just take a nap on set? And they said, Roll. And uh, she bugs Debbie about going to the clinic to find out for sure if she's pregnant. So, timeline marking. We're still in the window of time that Fiona thinks she they're like still figuring out if Debbie is pregnant. So, like, how much time has passed if we're still in the could you be? Like, how many weeks? It hasn't been a month. I would say, like, a, a month? Does like it? a month? No, no, no. Because doesn't Debbie's no. hair grow yeah. marginally as well? Yeah. Because I remember when I was first watching this when it aired live, I was like, like, I know Emma just grew her hair out because it was, like, a year, but I was like, her fucking hair is so long. <laughs> like, like there's no way this is a couple s- months because did she get a wig extensions? Like, what's I- up? I don't know. Ian just looks like more bulked up. Like last season, he looked like yeah. s- like more like sickly. Well, like, I know, I know. Cam like, took scrawny. some. Yeah, he took some creative liberties with trying to yeah. look. But like, if it's only been thinner, a couple weeks, but... fucking Ian looks like he bulked up and he like has been eating a couple burgers. But like, and shit like that. Yeah, he also just kind of grew up. I mean, Cam was know, he, Cam he was yeah. Cam was what yeah. turning like twenty one or something. Like yeah, because he. Was, like, he definitely filled in. That's why I'm like, you're trying to tell me this is like two weeks. I'm like, nah, this is a year from the last time we've seen this boy. Yeah, yeah I maybe. Think he might have I done mean, the giver somewhere in here too. He did the giver, yeah, the giver before beforehand. season five. Because he was still, he was still like, like or maybe it was even honestly, maybe it was even before season four. Because I remember there was that story about like him and Noel showing up to the set. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had the same four, haircut. Yeah. And they were oh, like, yeah. oh shit, we had the same haircut. Yeah, it was before like, it was before so, season four. So we're still in a frame of time that So Frank has come back. Yep, time is and not gonna be on our side. Family that she's dead. They've gotten a headstone and he's been caught sleeping there a few times already. And also Fiona's marriage seems to be over and she and Sean seem super comfy. And also Ian is back on meds, but also we're not still not sure if Debbie's pregnant. So how much fucking time has it been? You know what I'm yeah. choosing to believe right now, just to make it easier on myself and my sense of disbelief, is that <laughs> Debbie telling Fiona she was pregnant that one time was a scare, a pregnancy scare. Like, she wasn't pregnant. And then however many months have passed, she's still having sex with Derek. Now she is pregnant. No, because at the end of last season, she read the positive pregnancy test. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. When she's like, yeah, she oh, goes, oh, shit. shit. God. Yeah. So, God, how long has it been? It's, no, okay. I think yeah. we're going to get too caught up in this. Right, well, because it's like the writers were like, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's good they dramaturgically. Points. <laughs> it's We're back in the shameless timeline of pregnancy and time doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, we're back in it. Sean calls Fiona Miss Puffender, which is funny. He's a funny guy. <laughs> he is quite silly. Haha, <laughs> 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 I'm fucking her though. Haha, <laughs> 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 infidelity's so funny, Sean. 
because she was married, but <laughs> you were part of the problem. We were separated, and but her and Sean seemed super comfy. And uh, Frank apparently left a candle burning for Bianca all night in his room. He has a room, and then Debbie is looking for her baby bump in the mirror. And she's like poking it is out it, too, like trying to like. Is it Frank came back and claimed Fiona's room? So I think I think Fiona's yeah. now in Frank's room, the big room. And Frank because is now Lip's in still room. gone at college. Yeah, Lip still lives at college, and I know at one point this season he yeah, moves into so the it's, sorority it's Lip's house. Room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. So Ian comes downstairs looking healthier and put together, but Fiona keeps bugging him about taking his meds, and Frank jump scares them all. He like pops out from behind the fridge with "I love you" statements, like "I love you guys, <laughs> I love you so." Oh much. my god, and they're all like, "Ew, like, get <laughs> out of here, Frank." <laughs> And Debbie continues to drag her feet for the clinic appointment to just confirm whether or not she's pregnant. And then she tells Frank that Bianca probably killed herself to get away from him. And he, like, screams at her. (laughs) He's like, why would you say such a thing? Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's been, like, two months. Because I feel like... I don't know that it's been that long. No, because I feel like... Debbie knew that she could have gotten pregnant, so she took the pregnancy test a week after unprotected sex, so it would show up. But then Fiona was probably like, okay, like, let's see if your, like, period comes or whatever. Or maybe she just forgot about it. She was like, we're busy. I think (laughs) there is a moment in this episode that, like, clips the timeline. Okay. So... Okay. Hopefully. Because I, I was driving me mad the whole time I was doing the It's notes. driving me okay. mad right now. Like, <laughs> I just need to shut up about it, though. So, uh, Frank, yes, he's offended by Debbie's comment and tries to borrow money from them to light a candle for Bianca. But they're all like, get fucked. Like, no. He is deep down the grief rabbit hole for this woman. It's fucking him up. And Fiona says, I don't know how much more of that I can take before I stab him in the neck with a broken beer bottle. <laughs> She spit that. She'd been workshopping it for a while. Because it's like, that did not just come from the top of the dome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Debbie is happy about her potential pregnancy. And Fiona is like, I fucking hate that you're happy about this, actually. Because, like, Debbie's just, like, smiling to herself. And Fiona's like, why the fuck are you so happy? I love that Fiona pitches. Well, wait, this might be a spoiler. Because I don't know if this gets introduced in this episode or not. I, I, Lena, I think I know what you're going to say. I think you should not say okay, it. Okay, I'm not going to okay. say it. I, I'm going to text it to you because it's kind of Amanda. funny. Okay, let me hear it. <laughs> so Liam opens a switchblade he found under Carl's pillow, and then Debbie refuses to go visit Carl. <laughs> and then we join Lip at school. He is staring at his naked professor who is lounging asleep in his bed, looking like the naked woman who is painted just above his bed. And <laughs> he also seems to think that because he snaps a little photo of it on, on his phone. She she does look like she luxurious. Good. <laughs> she looks good in that. <laughs> Alina. No. <laughs> That's exactly what I knew you were yeah. going to say. <laughs> Evan and Lena have secrets now. <laughs> They'll be revealed in that's due what, time. That's what you get for not watching the show. <laughs> so uh, Helene wakes up. Lip starts fingering her while he recites his homework for her. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> 
Lip is now TAing for his applied mathematics professor, who is apparently a drunk who has too much academic power to be fired for that drunkenness. I have such a love-hate relationship with Ewan's, dude. He's fun, though. Like, I don't know. He brings out the best and the worst in Lip. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I immediately clocked their relationship as him seeing in his professor what Frank thinks he is uh, and Lip feeling like a kinship for that guy. No, I see um, the professor seeing Lip as, like, he sees himself in Lip and doesn't want him to go down the same route that That is what about. happens, yeah. Is he's like, I don't want you to be like me. Uh, but Lip tries to get Helene to stay in bed, and then he's like, hey, come over tonight. She's like, no, I'm busy. And she kisses him, and she leaves. And he is- when she Leave him wanting more! She knows Is that when she puts on her incognito, like, sunglasses and, like, hoodie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah! And he's she's, like, pretending to be a co-ed. <laughs> uh at the clinic debbie doesn't let fiona go to the back to the exam room with her she's like i'm grown don't don't come back here with me you are a minor you are still a minor 16 she's 16 okay because she goes she's 16 is that okay yeah no she's 15 deb's 15 with a baby on her hip that's at the end of the episode yeah or end of the season oh yeah great great line yep at the clinic uh debbie yeah doesn't let fiona go back in the room with her and then we join the balls, finally, who are asleep in bed, just like old times, when there's a banging on the door. It is incessant banging on that fucking front door on a goddamn Saturday morning. It's like 30 seconds straight of straight banging. Yeah. And it's two women who want them to sign a petition. That is not how you nicely convince somebody to sign the petition you want them to sign. Because, like, there's noise in the neighborhood. And he's like, I don't what noise what the fuck are you talking about and like you are the noise in the neighborhood now like banging on the door like that because Kevin's like I don't know what fucking noise you're talking about and they're like you don't hear that engine revving he's like this is the ghetto you moved to the ghetto that's what the ghetto sounds like and the these white women are like it's not the ghetto it's our home you moved your home into the ghetto that's what you did (laughs) like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you're complaining for why? Uh, because they want to gentrify it. It's not going fast enough for them. Uh, Kev corrects them that the guy they're complaining about isn't Turkish. And actually, you also got the model of the car wrong. And are you are you nuts? I'm just gonna go nicely ask him. And we don't just sign a fucking petition about this. Yeah, he's Greek. He's super Greek. I also like, doesn't, think like no, he's Polish. That is a Polish. Oh, he's last Polish. Name. Yeah, no, he's Polish. Yeah. I thought his name was like Giannis Devabopoulos something Greek. Oh, it's like, you know what? It is an Anapanadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadapadap
When? Who? On Vine. But but when in in Oh That's Giannis. Yeah, you're right. No, you're correct. That was him. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Well I talk about him later. But Okay. Yeah, Will Sasso. Will Sasso. That is, is him, you are correct. Okay. That's so funny. Anyway, sorry, Amanda. <laughs> all over the fucking place with this one. Okay. Okay. For the post, I'm going to put the vine of Will Sasso uh, regurgitating a lemon in the I'm post. I'm just going to send you a screenshot of a bunch of, like, compilations. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so we join Carl and Juvie. Ethan's voice dropped. His voice, he went mm-hmm. through puberty <laughs> in between. And his seasons. hair got long. And he grew his hair out. And he he's standing on the back of a guy who is doing push-ups. Like, he is running juvie. Like, oh, that's super tough of you, Carl. <laughs> and he's being walked out, which I was like, oh, he got sentenced to a year. Has it been a year? And they later say he got out a few months early. But it's been eight months, at least, since he got yeah. sentenced. The other prisoners chant white boy Carl. As he walks out, white boy Carl, white boy Carl, and they're all banging on like the on the bars, the like bars yeah. and stuff. Just like the family knew, they're like he he's actually going to do very well in juvie. He's going to be fine. I know, like V's like it's like he's gonna be running the joint by the time he leaves. <laughs> and he even walks past Chucky, who I guess still has time to serve. I know he's just like up against the bars, like goddamn with that fucking tattoo. Cannot. And Carl has fucking white boy cornrows now. I don't know how long they stay, but oh, long they uh, overstay their welcome. A little bit too long. <laughs> oh, no. a little bit they too definitely long, overstay Amanda. their welcome, but they they do come out eventually. <laughs> oh, they do. No. Yeah. Holy shit! Do you remember Dominique? Yeah. Okay, I'm excited to get to that. Her. Uh, I like her dad so much. Back to the clinic. It is confirmed. Debbie is alone in the room with the doctor, and it's confirmed she is pregnant. And they're like, Ooh. do you want to talk about your options? And she's like, no, 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 I'm having this baby. No, no, no. She goes, we're having this baby. Yeah. Like, girl, you and who? Like, where's yeah. your where's your baby daddy, huh? Where you <laughs> Is at? the we in the room with us right now? No, they're not. <laughs> no, they are not. And then she, she comes out to the waiting room and puts on a disappointed face and tells Fiona, oh, not pregnant. And Fiona is so excited. She's so oh, happy. No. And like Debbie, jokes on you, girl. Debbie, how long do you think you're gonna hide this? That's a you're growing a person. I don't know how you think you're gonna keep that under wraps. Uh, so over back to Lip, he wakes his professor up in the car outside of the lecture hall, and it's got a hell of a scratch on it. And the professor's like, "Is there blood or hair in the grill?" <laughs> and Lip's like, "He's so real for that." <laughs> Lip's like, "No." And the professor says, "Good rule of thumb: you start sideswiping cars, it's time to pull over and park." Like, okay. <laughs> okay, guy. Uh, and then the dean drives up and parks her car, and the professor, like, tries to get himself together, and then he's, like, kind of a sassy little shit to her. And no, he has a crush on her. This is why I think Lip likes this professor, because this professor reminds Lip of the fun parts of Frank that Lip always actually liked and enjoyed being around. And this guy is as smart as Frank thinks he is. Yeah, like the, the scrappy parts of Frank. Yeah. Yeah. This is a Frank he can believe in. That's that's what I got from immediately from their first interaction. I'm like, oh, it's, he likes it's him because both. he I think, him a Frank. I think because Ewens does stick around for like two seasons. Two seasons, yeah. 
honestly, he makes an appearance in like eight or nine too. Like, I think it it develops into something else, but maybe this is what they were going for at the beginning. Yeah. But it, it does turn into something else. Uh, at the diner, Sean is stuck on the phone waiting on a late employee, and he's also chatting with Fiona about Debbie's pregnancy status. And Fiona says, she's 15. Like, okay, so this is how my timeline breaks down. Let's assume from the day Carl was sentenced until now, a little under a year has passed. Eight or nine months has passed. when... What episode in season five did he get sentenced? Nine. Uh, let's nine. Yeah, nine. Carl's, Carl's first, first sentencing. So the question is, how long? How how long was episode nine to episode twelve? And they say that it's been a he's got out a few months early. I'm taking that to mean three to four months early. It's only six months in. No, of a year. I think eight or nine months. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. sorry. I forgot um, how a year works. <laughs> so, real. Uh, so, so how so when did so, yeah so, that asks how long does this put this episode from the end of season five? Who knows? Still. But episode we don't know ten the end of ten the whole of eleven and the whole of twelve are pretty pretty in quick succession. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like they're like only a day each, right? They they are a day. No, no, no. no. Episode twelve takes place over a couple days, but. This like episode's the time, one day. The time between yeah. the episodes is basically none. I noticed that in this episode. This episode's one day. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about the end of season five. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, episode they 10 in- is one yeah. day. Epi- and then episode 11 picks up pretty much right after, like, the next morning after 10. Yeah, and Ian's that's like only one on day. the run with Monica for like two to three days. Right, it's only like three yeah. days. So then episode 12 takes place over the course of like three days. And then I it's the, the end show. of the season. <laughs> <laughs> get a whiteboard, get a whiteboard. <laughs> Every time it breaks our brain, you just post a broken mm-hmm. clock for this episode. Um, so the late employee finally shows up. The assistant manager, apparently. And Sean's like, I think he's using again. And Fiona's like, oh, you think he's using again? Hey, are you using again? No. Uh, <laughs> it's he says so no. good, though. <laughs> <laughs> she is real for that. Uh, and then Svetlana walks in with Yiv on her chest. And whatever they have on her chest is he's super small for being almost two at this point. Right. He's still like a baby. Yeah. Also, she is serving cunt. She has her degree in mothering from Serve University. She looks so good. Motherquake. <laughs> 9.9 on the Cunter scale. Uh, her, her tits look good. Her hair looks good. Mm-hmm. Her lips look good. She looks she good. She got a little bob now. It's yeah. like a short hair, though. It looks good. The thruple agrees with her. She looks good. Okay. She says they're going to go visit Mickey today. And he get Ian's like, hey, if. And then he's like, I'm not going. And then she's like, but he won't see me if you don't come implying that Ian has come before because that's how she knows that. And he says no. And then she's like, I will pay you. So we see her tell him that he she's going to pay him to go visit Mickey. And I hate that so much. I hate John Does she give him like 50 bucks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because she tries to say 20 and then I think he talks her up or something like that. And Fiona watches this haggling happening, and then she gets invited fishing by Sean. This guy fishes? The hell? Yeah, yeah the hell. 
Meanwhile, Frank is taking confession for the second time in as many days, and the priest who immediately recognized him is like, oh, fuck. Like, it's like, not this fucking guy again. Because he, like, cuts the line. He's like, excuse me? Excuse <laughs> me? And then Frank's like, god damn it, Frank. And Frank confesses about the Bianca thing, and he tries to give Frank ten Hail Marys to, get him, to tell him to get the hell out of there. And Frank kind of throws a fit about it, and then stares up at Jesus, whose eyes seem to move. There's a whole thing with Frank and the Jesus on the cross in that in that church. This develops... I think into a plot line, or is that season eight? No, that's season eight. Okay, that's when you. I think you're thinking. I think you're thinking about after when he like math. tries a bunch of different religions. Yeah, so I think that's after he there samples, is a montage. No, there's a mo- that's in this episode. Yeah, he does have a montage of a bunch of. But religions, he does but actually I- try like try try a couple different religions in season. Uh, back to Kev, who's going to the noisy neighbor, Giannis, to try to talk to him. Giannis is played by Will Sasso. I recognized him as a, he, he's a character actor. He does one episode of everything. Yeah. He's the guy that the SAG union is fighting for. That's he's a, he's who, a stand-up that guy comedian, whose face too. you recognize. Yeah. Yeah. He was on Vine. He's been in, like, so many random one-off shows. He was in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, the big thing I recognize him from is an episode of Grey's Anatomy where he plays a maintenance man who gets cut in half by an elevator. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. It's a real. It's really good. That's crazy. <laughs> I love how just, like, I know Will Sesso as the lemon guy. Right? Like, he's the guy with the lemons. <laughs> he's the guy with the lemons. He was also in the show Mom for a while. He played um, the, you know, that. the actress from My Name is Earl who was in the show Mom. He played her boyfriend in Mom. Uh, Who played Earl's girlfriend? Earl's ex-wife. Yes. Ex- What's it, what yeah. is her name in the show, though? God, that show was good, and I never even finished it. Yeah, unfortunately, because Jason Lee is uh, sexy. Jason Lee is, un- is he a Scientologist? Scientologist. Scientologist. Yeah. I thought he left the church. Because my friend told me that too. Oh, maybe. I think he left the church. Hold on, this is important information that I need to know. I think her name is it. Jennifer Jason Lee is that her name? Um, no. Is that, oh just, my God! I Jamie Presley. Who else? Jamie Presley. You know who I you. also knew Will Sasso from mm. as fucking that one bouncer from that episode of How I Met Your Mother, who like has the party hats, and when they make puzzles, their bar. Oh yeah. He is they, no like, longer a Scientologist. He Jeff left Jason the church. No he left the church the latest in twenty. At, at, like the latest he could have left was twenty sixteen because he said in twenty sixteen he is no longer a Scientologist, but he could have left earlier. Damn, imagine being a pro skateboarder to them being a Scientologist and then being in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. What a Tom Cruise does it. Dude, he was in Chasing Amy, too, or, like, all of Kevin Smith's movies. He is so good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Chasing so yeah, Amy? Will Sasso, he was in... Will Sasso, like, a regular slot he had for a moment was in being in the show Mom. He was actually... I watched Mom. He was good in Mom. Uh, anyway, he's Giannis in this. And Giannis is in his backyard revving his motorcycle just for the hell of it because it annoys the neighborhood Karens. And Kev's like, hey, can you please quiet down? And then he starts, Giannis starts going on a homophobic rant about the lesbians and then saying if they call the cops again, he's going to rape fuck the gayness out of them. 
Okay, Giannis. Like, no woman Something Giannis. crazy happens. Don't even worry about it. Amanda, you are- You are not even ready. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, you did gloss over, like, the funniest fucking part of this scene is, like, when he's revving it and Kev says Giannis's name, like, four times, and then he gets up right in his face and he's like, Giannis! <laughs> so good. So good. I audibly laugh at that every single time I see this scene. I don't, like, audibly laugh at this a lot is, of Shameless. This is one that, of Steve Kev Howie's scenes, funniest seasons, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, he I think he Steve peaks. Yeah. He peaks in, like, season six and seven because I feel like they really used him to, like, help help carry it. And is this... The show, in a way. So this wasn't when he was shopping around. He, he was shopping around in, like... He was in, like, Sons of Anarchy during... He was, he was in uh, Workaholics, like, for an episode. I think it was before the babies. I think it was before the babies. And when they... Because the babies gave Kev, like, a substantive storyline to work with. That makes sense. It was... It was. He still had really long hair when he was shopping around. Um, yeah, this is bald era. No, yeah. he had short hair in the Workaholics episode that he did. Oh, in Sons of Anarchy, he still had the long ponytail. Okay, yeah, that was yeah. 20, 2015, so that was Shameless season four, five, five. five. Yeah. He had, like, just shaved his head, I think. So so okay. he did all of his shopping around, and they were like, fuck, like, we, we should use him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling my coworker today my favorite piece of trivia about Kevin V and Shameless it, that is that there is a real photo of the two of them a decade beforehand on the set of Reba like yeah oh, so cute but i never think they used it it's just all like on the fridge in, oh. in their house oh that's cute yeah. yeah uh so fiona is uh still at work kind of being great as a, like she's kind of a great waitress and sean asked her to get ian he's like hey can you get him to pick up the pace like bussing the tables and then she's like okay yeah i'll, I'll go over and talk to him and then she does that's when late Otis from earlier comes flying through the booths, running from the cops who, who catch him and slap him up against the window, like making his nose bloody the window, uh, a mess that Ian has to clean up. And Sean's like, apparently this guy was cooking meth. And Sean's like, okay, I'm going to need a new assistant manager. <laughs> hey, how about the waitress I'm banging? Maybe I'll make her the assistant manager. <laughs> And then we cue a montage of Frank bugging every religious leader he could possibly come across in all of Chicago to unburden his grief. There's, oh my god, when I was watching this scene earlier, it goes on for so long. It goes on it's for a really long time. It's a very long scene of yeah. him just like, he's shopping the religions. A priest, a rabbi, a monk, he goes to a mosque, like, it's- He, he talks to everywhere. some Mormons. <laughs> yeah. He talks to some Mormons and they walk away from him. Do you no, know no, how no. annoying? He, no, he walks away from them laughing. Oh, And then right, they right, just, right. like, look at each other. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Every, uh, but every single religious leader he talks to is exhausted by, like, minute two. And at school, Debbie is chit-chatting about baby names and Lamaze classes at in the lunch line. Like, this is a good thing. While Derek is acting like any normal 15-year-old would, which is freaked the fuck out about having a baby. I know, he's like, he even says, he's like, um, I really think we should get our parents together. And Debbie's like, mm, not yet. And then she tells him, we have an appointment at Planned Parenthood after school. And he's like, yeah, right. In a way that says, he's, he's like, oh yeah, right. Remind, as being reminded of the appointment. 
He is not coming. That is not a yeah right of I'm coming to the appointment. He is not coming to the appointment. Uh, At school, Lip is sitting in a quiet lecture hall waiting for his professor to show up. Like, room full of students looking at him. And a cute co-ed flirting with him. She's literally, like, mouthing at him, like, do you wanna fuck? (laughs) It's so funny, and he keeps on, like, looking away. And he decides to get up and start having the class go over the shit that's gonna be on their next test. And he's actually kind of killing it with the lesson. He's a natural teacher, like, he commands the room. And he's smart, and he knows what he's talking about. Uh, Sometime during the lesson, Professor Ewens walks in and is, like, in the back of the room with his arms crossed, watching... Then he comes in and he kind of corrects Lip about a couple of things he got wrong. But in like a, hey, you are the TA and you got most of that right. Anyway, let's pick up the lesson way. Not in like a discouraging way, which is really nice. At the alibi, Kev is making his cheap booze look expensive by putting it in an expensive bottle. And hipsters are ordering bullshit drinks that Svet won't even consider serving. She, <laughs> the guy asks, can I get an apple teeny? She says, grow testicles, vodka. And then then he's go, a Negroni? <laughs> oh my god. And like the man, you can see the man's phone. He's recording her. And he's he even says, this is going on YouTube. And so then she's like, okay, yeah, that drink I just said was $12. It's $20 now. And he gives, it, he gives her like $25. He's like, where's my change? She's like, it's my tip. Go away. And he's like, killer. This I is love fun. It. He's like sexy, scary Russian bartender. <laughs> I would go to get beat up by her. Are you joking? Uh, Frank comes in the bar and gets his daily beer and then immediately exhausts everyone. That's his, he's a power suck. He will exhaust you. Six ounces every 24 hours. Um, I love that bit of continuity from, from his liver transplant, liver. his one single yeah. beer a day. They remembered, guys. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they forget, but they remembered this time. And then he starts retelling his love story with Bianca and everybody's like, oh my God. And then he, they're like, go over to the hipsters. And he goes over to the hipsters who just take a selfie with him. It's so funny. (laughs) At Patsy's, we find out that Otis wasn't using, he was cooking and he was keeping his stash in the toilet tank, which is apparently a rookie move, according to Sean. (laughs) The way he says it is so funny though. He was like... I think Farish like done this once or twice and he was like, it's amateur hour. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, the other waitresses see Sean offer Fiona the assistant manager job. And that other waitress asks like, hey, what about me? She's She apparently has been working there for nine years and resents that Fiona was offered the job because Sean is fucking her. And she's right for that. She, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she's also like, but I have kids. Like, as if Fiona doesn't provide for a family of five. Yeah. Like, I understand the beef with that waitress because, honestly, Fiona has been dealt, like, the kind of, like, the silver platter in a way. But at the same time, like, Fiona's been up in her game, as everyone else can tell. Like, she's more than qualified at this point. Yeah. And, like, if you've been there for nine years and you're not assistant manager yet. Let me say something about your worth ethic. But you're also right. She's fucking the boss. And that's why she got offered the job. Fiona doesn't even want the job because it means no tips. So there's like no cash in hand to walk away with at the end of the day. You get that salary. That's always why I love when the manager works with me at work is because they don't pull from the tips for that day. So I get more money. (laughs) Plus, like, I mean, in the long run, too, they 
probably don't make that much more, even if it is salary. Like, yeah. Uh, but we join Lip again. The lecture is now over. The hot co-ed continues to make flirty eyes with him as she leaves. And one of the students comes up to Lip and complains about the grade. Lip, he's like, why'd you fail my paper? And he's like, well, or why'd you give me a D? He's like, because you deserve the fucking D. You plagiarized this paper. And they like reads back an incomprehensible sentence that was like clearly like a, a po like a laureate wrote that, that, uh, sentence. And he's like, listen. Rewrite it and turn it back in. I'll only knock off a letter grade. And the kid, like, sheepishly, like, yeah, I clearly just got caught plagiarizing and agrees and leaves. And Ewan's, who watched that, comes over and says, why did you give that kid a break? You could have gotten him expelled. And Lip's like, well, you know, it's it was he fucked up once. Why ruin everything? Like, let's give him a chance to redeem himself. And then Ewan's pulls a 180 and's like, you should teach. You should consider teaching. You'd be good that at this. scene is such like a whiplash to watch because like you're like he seems so angry and then he's like, okay, I see what you did, baddie. Like right. that's a really that's a smart thing. Like anyone could have just been like, all right, you plagiarized that. Fuck you. Like go to the office. But he was like, I don't know. Like it was it's such a. I think it really shows who Ewan's is. Yeah, for him like giving Lib a hard time, but then being like, well, I trust your judgment. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Lib's like, oh yeah, the pay is shit. And the guy's like, bullshit. You don't fucking care that the pay is shit. You shouldn't waste your talents. It's like, are you actually going to pay back any of your student loans? And Lib's like, you got me there. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Planned Parenthood, Derek doesn't show up because of womp womp. course he doesn't show up. Because he's a 15-year-old kid, like, Debbie. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. want to have a baby? Back at the house, Carl comes home like all Gallagher's do when returning from prison to a virtually empty house. Who's home in the middle of the day, though? For real. <laughs> like in, well, that, in that family when everybody works? Yeah. Mm-mm. Fiona was in the kitchen, but like he comes into like a pretty quiet Gallagher house. But Fiona like pops her head out of the kitchen. She's like, oh my God, you're here? You're home? And she, she like, calls out. She's like, Debbie, did you grab the like what whatever? And he goes, it's me. And she's like, yeah. what? <laughs> and a, a, a timeline check. Fiona says she thought he had another couple months. He got out early on good behavior. Let's let's clock it at nine months since he got locked up. Again, does it shed any light on how long it's been since he had a season five? Sure as fuck nope. doesn't. Nope. Uh. Carl busts out the N-word when he greets Liam, so I guess this, that's who Carl is now. Ah, uh, Ethan, Ethan, poor boy. And then he asks if he can have a friend over, a kid he met. And Fiona's like, I mean, uh, oh, well, like, because clearly you could have only met this kid in juvie. But Fiona's like, oh, I'm gonna roll with it, sure. Yeah, you can have him over. I'm just already so mad. <laughs> this scene was stupid. <laughs> It's not a good scene. Uh, I'm sorry. The scene was dumb. Like, I don't know. There was just, there was just. John Wells hates Mickey Milkovich. It's like, it's both like character assassination and also just like melodramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. So we're joining Mickey's in prison and Svet is there with Yevgeny. She's pushing her tits up against the window and kissing the, kissing the thing and she tells him honestly i supported that though because it's to help him out inside like yeah make it seem like he's got a wife outside you know and then she's even still trying to support her son she says say hi to yevgeny like you give a shit and he does and he's He's like what's up little man yeah (laughs) you're getting big (laughs) and 
then doesn't she just like toss him over to Ian? Yeah. This Yiv, the one she was holding earlier, did not look too. This Yiv looks too. Yeah. He's a little blondie. up on the babies. She's there to give him another job. He apparently has been doing hits for her and taking a 50-50 cut. So he's just, he's just killing people. Cool. You must stab him in the eye. (laughs) In the eye? In the fucking eye! I got it! (laughs) (laughs) He has to practically beg Ian to come over and say hello. And once again, Svetlana's giving mother, mother mother-tude, a countress. I love her. And Mickey thanks Ian for coming back, implying again that Ian has visited before, which we love. And Ian tells Mickey, Svetlana paid me to come. <laughs> and the, bitch. his hands barely looked like they gave a shit. That looked like Noel had to remember to sharpie them on himself. <laughs> you can tell when the quality goes down when he only needs to be on set for like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was straight up sharpie on his fingers. Speaking of tattoos, we then get a look. Mickey's like, hey, I miss you. I did this the other day. And it shows his his chest tattoo of Ian's name with Gallagher spelled with one L. And then Ian just goes, you know, Gallagher has two L's. He goes, no, the fuck it doesn't. There's no H in it either. It's G-A-L. Yes, it no, I don't think so. I think it's G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R. No, 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 no. Yeah. On his tattoo, I think it's G-A-L-A. G-E-R is how he spelled it. Oh my god. And like, remember in season one when he spray painted Ian's name on the side of a building and spelled it correctly? Like, come on. Ugh. Come on, you guys. Did he do it? Did he, does it imply, is it implied that he did it himself or someone else did it for him? He did it himself. He did it himself. He's like, got infected as shit. Um. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Silly. Yeah. And he asked, I think this is them like grasping at comedy straws. Like they were like, yeah. we need something funny in this scene. Because he asks if Ian ever thinks about him. And then he asks if Ian is going to wait for him. And Ian says, you're in here 15 years. And Mickey says, yeah, but I'll be out in eight with overcrowding. And then Ian says, you tried to kill my sister. Why does Ian care? Exactly. That's what Excuse Mickey says. Me? Mickey says, half-sister, one, and two, she had it coming. She sent the fucking MPs after you. Ian, he's just trying to make Mickey mad. Yeah. And then it's just very quiet. And he says, just fucking lie if you have to, man. Eight years is a long fucking time. And then Ian says, yeah, Mickey, I'll wait for you. And now we won't see Mickey for two more seasons. Womp womp. I hate John Wells. These showrunners the contract negotiations of it all oh god i hate it i hate it i hate it i support the writers guild i hate whoever did this yeah we're talking about (laughs) back then not right now guys by the way (laughs) oh when we join lib again at school he's now in his dorm with his one resident i think the resident that uh he like got buddy buddy with last year that he tried to get to like hack the system for him yeah Mm -hmm. he's got good weed and intelligence about Lip's professor girlfriend and how she has a new young co-ed that she's starting to fuck. <laughs> Me and Alina who kn- know who that co-ed is. Ooh. Uh, back to Debbie being the worst. The worst. <laughs> Coming- I love a good Debbie transition. <laughs> God. 
back to she's she's at Derek's house where she finds out that Derek has moved to Florida. <laughs> it's literally been like 24 hours. <laughs> not even. It's been like 6 hours since they went to school. He not only didn't come to the prime parenthood appointment, he's in Florida now. He <laughs> ran at home the Gallagher men minus lip are watching TV. And Frank says he's proud of Carl's drug trafficking conviction. And then Lip, Kev, and Fiona bring... No. Yeah, Lip, Kev, and Fiona bring in the cake for Carl. It was a quinceanera cake they got, like, last minute at the bakery. (laughs) And Kev asks about ass sex in juvie. uh, And then he's interrupted by Carl's friend from juvie coming to the door. The friend is a grown-ass man. Taller than Kev. Asking about ass sex is hilarious too when you have an actual gay guy in the family. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? And Kev, you're telling me she hasn't pegged you? Be for real right now. Yeah, Yeah, for real. (laughs) We know he has had something stuck up his butt for sure. Fiona is fine with Carl's friend because she and Sean have to go on their fishing date. Fishing is fucking at the aquarium. Okay, kind of dope. Kind of jealous. This is a scene for sure. <laughs> it was. It was a scene. It sure was. It definitely was a scene. Also, <laughs> Lena, you forgot to mention. I don't even know if she did that. Fucking Sean is in uh, Righteous Gemstones. He plays like the priest in the very first. I episode. think I did tell you this. No, he's in the whole first season. Oh damn! I m- and then black that out then. In the second season, uh, Eric Andre is in it. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it's good. Sorry. It gets good, I think about Sean for a second. <laughs> Steve they Zahn finish. is in this third season. He's a lot of fun. Uh, but they they finish their fishing and uh, sit down to a little picnic. And he tries to post-coital talk her into the assistant manager position. And then he After tells care. her. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it, I bet it's working. Yeah. He tells her, he's like, oh, it would look great on your resume if you had management experience, especially with a conviction. And she's like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? And meanwhile, Lip is going actually insane, spying on his girlfriend through the bushes because he was told she's fucking someone new. So he's at her house spying on her. Crazy. Insane. And he sees her hug a young man about Lip's age goodbye and fully loses his all of his marbles. By running up to the guy and kicking his ass. He's like runs up to her saying like, you fucked her? You fucked her too? He's wild for that in the first place because she's literally already married. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously this is an agreement that she has with her husband. I don't understand how he could assume that he's like the only person in her life other than the husband, you know? Or how he's like cool with that. If he's not cool with her like fucking other guys, you know? Yeah. And he's like, he kicks this guy's ass. And then he says, stay away from her. And the guy's like, from my mom? Oh. And oh. Lip just freezes. Ice bucket challenge. Like, oh. Lip does some serious <laughs> ass beating this season. I think there's another full, like, beat down by him. Yeah, no, there is. My God. Uh, back at home, Carl is making up a bed for Nick, his friend, on the bedroom floor. Nick! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does Nick stick around? Yeah, for, for a couple episodes. For a couple episodes, yeah. Nick! <laughs> he has a big uh, impact on Carl's story. Yeah, a very large impact. Again, well, Carl says that uh, Nick has been in juvie since he was nine for killing his dad. 
And Carl and him, they kicked him out of juvie because he turned 18. They couldn't keep him anymore. And he says Carl and him are good friends. And Nick was living on the street. So Carl offered him a bed. Because deep down, Carl's a good guy. He is. He's a little rat, but he's a good guy. Way deep down. Uh, Fiona checks on Debbie, who is sobbing in her bedroom, texting the father of her child, stupid shit, like, I love you, they can't keep us apart. And it's like not delivering. <laughs> and there is no they, my friend. He is keeping you apart. He he ran away from you. He does not want this baby. <laughs> Uh, the next morning, Frank is once again laying on Bianca's gravestone, this time with her bra and panties laid on the ground. This scene. And then he he starts fucking the ground it's on top of good. her grave. It's like, yeah, no, I don't like this scene. But yeah. then the guy it's comes in up. and sprays him with the fucking hose. Yeah, groundskeeper saves the day spraying frank with the hose he's like okay i gave you a break before now get the fuck out of here never come back here again (laughs) at college lip is waking up in bed with the hot co-ed that had been flirting with him when professor girlfriend is banging on the door she like bursts in furious she's like you literally double standard like yeah literally he probably did it because he realized he fucked up and he was like i need to fuck someone (laughs) yeah She's like, you fucking beat up my son. And the hot co-ed is just sitting in bed fully naked, just like being fine with this. She's like, oh my God, professor, I was in your class. And they, <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> and then Helene and Lip look at her and say nothing and just wait for her to get up and put on her clothes and leave. Like, <laughs> No, for real. They're like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> That scene, that actually was very fun. Like, it was a full 30 seconds of just them being like, get out. (laughs) Uh, And then Helene tells Lip, you have no right to be anywhere near my family or my house. Hold on. You had him in your bed, tied up, and fucked him in front of your husband. But she brought him there. He came there without her permission. Versus, like, snooping in the bushes. Right, like, that's different. And also her sons weren't around that first time. Yeah. But he also has showed up unannounced to that house, like, a couple other times, so... Oh, he does later. He fucks up. Oh, yeah, he does. And Lip Lip agrees. He's like, yeah, that thing I did, I, I was fucking crazy for that. That was a stupid, stupid thing for me to do, and I'm sorry... And then he's like, I kind of just always thought your kid was like 10 at boarding school. Kind of freaked me out that he's my age. And then Alina's like, yeah, you fucked a very stupid girl. And he's like, yeah, no, I I know. (laughs) That was the idea. That was the point. (laughs) Exactly. At the Gallagher house, Fiona wakes up Frank, wakes up to Frank watching her sleep. It's just like a jump scare. He's just standing there. And he's like, are you looking out for yourself? Are you checking your breasts? Giving yourself examinations? And she's like, get the fuck away from me. Oh my god, uh, the breast cancer storyline, like, a couple seasons later, Lena. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was fun. When he comes out and he's just like... Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so one of, a char- one of our characters, one of the characters get a little scare. Yes. So I won't say who because there's okay. a couple funny scenes that relate to it, but that does happen with one of our characters. And then, but so, and it's not a female character, which is adds another okay. layer to Shameless trying to be like, well, we'll about it. a yeah. man with br- breast cancer. Um, 
so that man that man gives Fiona a <laughs> a breast exam at some point. He at comes up point. behind her and gives and he's her like, a breast exam. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like all for literally out of concern, but it just made me giggle how like the callback same, of same Frank joke, just being yeah. like <laughs> In the show A Million Little Things, James Rene Rodriguez plays a man who ha- had breast cancer. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, Carl starts calling for Fiona, and she goes downstairs to answer him, but also stops to see Nick uh, doing his morning routine. He's just, like, working out in the bedroom. He's minding his own business. He seems he's like, like an actual... Like hell of a show, it's just though. that yeah. he's so big that yeah. they're like, what is this man? <laughs> like, But but he seems quiet. And yeah, polite, he's, a, polite. he's a good guest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, she finally finds Carl downstairs who was yelling because Derek's parents are standing in the living room. They want to talk about the baby, which is how Fiona finds out that there's a baby. Because she's like, what baby? And yeah. the parents are like, Fiona and Derek's baby. And then, like, like, you don't know. <laughs> Debbie, I mean, I mean, Debbie and Derek's baby. I said Fiona and Derek's baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, like, Debbie's in the kitchen, like. Oh yeah, doesn't De- yeah she walks she walks by and she's like oh shit like yeah. yeah and then we got to Carl laughing going holy shit what else did I miss <laughs> classic Carl has some so good, good scenes this season I would even yeah. argue that this is like Carl's best season yeah mm. not in Before- terms of like good he does but just most entertaining and like best performance yeah. Uh, we cut to the credits, and then the after credit scene is Frank in Bianca's crop top and panties, like, walking to the bathroom, and Ian stops him, and he's like, nice panties. And Frank's like, it makes me feel closer to her. <laughs> I feel like I remember them using that clip in a bunch of trailers. Because it's so funny. Of Ian just it's going, so like, good. nice panties. <laughs> like, yeah. And the credit song is Grave Digger by Cab 20. That was clever. It was a clever use of... <laughs> I see what you did there. And that's it. That's the season six premiere. Wow. Amanda, how was it watching the very first episode of season six for again for the first time, even though you've seen it once before, but you blacked there, it out? God, the other storylines are cuckoo fucking bananas, man. It only They're, goes up from here, Amanda. It goes crazy. With how hot Svetlana looked, I am so ready for the thruple I know is coming. Oh, they oh, give so her good. a lot to do. I think yeah. she became like when I tell you she becomes like a main cast member. Like, well, she, she was in the promo shoot for season seven. Yeah. Like she was on the posters. And they said, yeah. bye, Mickey's fat. Move on in. No, for real. That was fun. That was the America theme season. And she was the only one not wearing like an America shirt. She wore a Russia shirt. Nice. With like a so the sickle and hammer on it. I am excited. I'm now that the scene I was dreading is over. I'm like, okay. And now there is just. At least Silly goofy. two seasons where I'm not going to see his face and I have to accept that and we get content that isn't centered around Mickey. I mean, it's like, it is basically two seasons, but you do see him in season seven. It's just at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like all of season six and most of season seven, I just have to accept that he won't be around and I can dive into Svetlana much like V and Kev do. So that's yeah. nice. Lena, do you think who peaks this season? I think Kev peaks this season. I think oh, like, he, like he doesn't it. have a better performance? Or no, is it just, just like, like who, who? It's just like this season is building them up to be what they've always needed to be, like in a way. Like Kev, this is like Carl. Mm hmm. Uh, Ian, not so much. He's in a, no. The he's pretty. A lot. He's pretty stagnant this season. I think. Um, Lip, 
Yeah. Um, the three boys. Yeah, I think maybe even Fiona, like not even in a good way, but like in a in a sad way, definitely. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I just really like the last episode of this season too. Like, oh my I god, really it's a great like, episode. I love the last episode, and then oh my god, the beginning of season seven because oh my god, just like. I don't know. I really yeah. like season seven for some reason. I really like season seven. Seven was good. Seven was good. Uh, anything else we have to say? I'm. I that was a good, that was a funny episode. I like the episode a lot. Yeah, yeah there no, was a season lot of six really is actually. Moments. I think you were going to be pleasantly surprised. It is really good. Like I feel like I see myself rewatching like seasons like five, six, and seven the most out of every season in the series. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always entertained. Like I'm not not entertained is what I would say because I get bored in the later seasons. I feel like truly until the series was over, I could never open myself up to watching these Mm -hmm. seasons because I'm like, without knowing his fate, I'm like, I can't stand what they did to this character I loved so much. Yeah. So I was like, I can't continue. I Like, what do I do? And then they brought him back. I was like, I must watch him. But like, there was always that air of like, and now what are they going to do? So it wasn't yeah. until the series was over that I'm like, okay, that is the end to his story mm-hmm. that I can now watch. And he's fine. Like, he's there. literally yeah. fine. Okay. <laughs> With his husband. Yeah. I'm God. excited. I'm excited for seasons six through 10. Or season six through nine. Yeah. Because I watched season 10. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Damn, that's crazy. Three whole seasons that you get to watch for the first time. That's actually really fun. Yeah. I hope it doesn't take us three years. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. think about it like that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? See you next year. Yep. All right. Union strong, baby. We support SAG and the writer's strike. And I hope that they get every fucking penny they deserve. Yes. And um, check us out where you know you can find us. You found yeah. this episode somehow. You can find all of our social medias linked together. And even if <laughs> nobody listens, and this is now officially just for us because this is just for this is you guys watching me watch the series. At this yeah, point. no, this is actually this is me and Lena <laughs> just fun. watching. We're like, oh, yeah, Lena, Lena have been like secretly like saying things and texting each other because Amanda. We don't want to spoil certain things for Amanda. Not yeah. that like they're like jaw dropping things that would ruin anything. It's just like yeah. they're fun little juicy details that it's fun to. Ex- experience for the first yeah. time yeah. like i clearly know key storylines that like the internet talks about but yeah, like i didn't sure. know there was a lot of yanis i didn't know that there's some nick so i'm excited nick. for that yeah. Yeah. yeah nick is a very large honorable mention for this season and yeah honestly you owe nick a lot for how carl is in like the rest of the series great Ooh. and honestly great performance by the actor who plays yeah, I wish, I definitely, we should look up his name for next episode so we yeah. can chat Homeboy out. But no, yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal. He says more words, obviously, Amanda, because he said two words in this episode. So yeah. you get more out of him for sure. Or we wouldn't be talking so fucking highly of him. Yeah, good to know. Ah, fuck Dominique, though. I don't, I'm not excited for that. <laughs> uh, But yeah, it's, I guess until next time, that's, yeah. that's about it, y'all. This went so much longer than I thought it would, but we got it done. (laughs) And until next time, let's just, let's say goodbye. A bit adieu. Bye.